Spirit Switchboard, airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 New Orleans. Thank you for joining me on Spirit Switchboard. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Network, 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. Today on the show, I have uh, Lisa Crick and Nicole Tito of Ghostly Voices, paranormal investigators that are um, a a team, part of a team, co-founders of Ghostly Voices. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having us. I, it was like counting out the days for Christmas. I was excited about having you and Lisa on the show. I say, no, Lisa might be having some, is she still frozen down there? Lisa might be having a little bit of difficulty with her connection, but we'll just keep working on it in the background. Oh, she came through. It's like an EVP. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is ridiculous. I I don't know what sort of back black hoodoo's working in the background but <laughs> it's all the big excited energy it was like the lead up to this oh i keep i keep freezing up guys if you shut your video off maybe then it won't take as much bandwidth although i know we all want to see you <laughs> part of the experience Right. I love the owl behind you. Thank you. So I I wanted to do this episode about um, EVPs. And uh, when I was doing a little bit of research, I found your website. And to be completely transparent, when I hit the blooper page, and it was the... (laughs) The blooper with the raccoon, I'm like, I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Please come on my show. I was so excited once I heard that. And it was um, having that sense of, of um, laughter and play and a uh, sense of humor, still being professional in your approach, but having that sense of play is super important as, as well too, and, and going with the flow because you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, when I was looking through the Ghostly Voices website, saw that you guys had teamed, teamed up, did some EVPs that worked really well. How did you originally team up? How did you guys connect? Gosh, how many years ago has it been? I think it's almost been 20 years now. Um, I'm old enough for that. <laughs> Um, we met through, um, we had joined Dale Kaczmarek's group, uh, Ghost Research Society, just outside of Chicago back in the day. And we just instantly clicked. I think Lisa joined a year before I did. And, and I joined alongside like my cousin. And like I said, we just kind of instantly clicked. We both like to do audio type of things. I don't claim to be an expert by, by any means. We're always trying different things, but like you said, like the flow and the connection of our energy between us just, just really worked. We would sit down and do EVP sessions and 
get things relatively quickly. I, I was just looking, um, I'm in the process of writing like an EVP Estes method book. And a lot of our EVPs that we've captured, some of the best ones we've gotten within like the first few minutes of a session. Um, so it's just interesting to see. I, I don't know if the experts are excited to talk to us. Okay, that was going to be where I go with that. Do you, do you feel that because they're, just because they're in spirit doesn't mean that they lose the qualities of who they were, right? Like they maintain those qualities of who they were. So they're going to have the same sort of pick up the same sort of vibes where they don't like someone or they like someone they want to engage or not engage if they are intelligent spirits that are wanting to connect, right? So is it the way the two of you vibe that makes it a flow for them to want to connect as well too? Like depending possibly, on where they are, would that be a possibility? With you, with you saying um, th they keep their same qualities, some of them are not so much qualities. Um, yeah. I, I say if they were an a-hole in life, they're an a-hole in death. Yeah. And because I've been, to, I've been to locations where I've encountered those dudes and they're normally dudes. They're not women. We have one woman that's like that, that I can think of um, yeah. that we've encountered. But there's a place at Mineral Springs where we were doing one of our very first investigations up in what's called the suicide room. And um, we were up there and we had, at, when we started out, we had the same equipment, we had the same audio recorder, we had the same, um, we had the same everything. And so I was sitting on one wall and Nicole sitting on another wall, probably eight feet away from me. And my uh, K2 meter shoots up and I went, well, hello. And she said, she goes, what's going on? And I said, my K2 meter shut up. And she goes, oh, come over here and sit by me. And we didn't hear anything. But when we played it back, my audio recorder picks up after I say, well, hello, you hear a male voice say hello. And then Nicole, and I don't hear anything else on my recorder at all, except for her say, well, come over and sit by me. And she didn't pick up the hello that I got. And then when she said, come over and sit by me, um, her audio recorder picked up F you. <laughs> oh dear. So we're like, uh, and she's like, how can I cast at me? And I go, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like Catholics. Who knows? <laughs> and, and maybe so, right? But, and I find that fascinating. And I, I really appreciate when you say like, you don't claim to be an expert. I'm, I'm right. the same way. I do not claim to be an expert because I think that we're going to constantly be learning. We're constantly yeah. going to be Evolving. having that push and challenge us. And, yeah. and we can't, it's a deep dive rabbit hole that we're not ever really going to know all the answers, but have some really cool experiences along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we learn from each other. Like I love being open with other teams or groups. If we ever get to a right. chance to investigate, cause I'm like, Oh, they might ask a question or something that I didn't even think about. So I love yeah. sharing our evidence or, you know, if people try to debunk it, like I'm open for that discussion because that's how we can learn from each other. Right. And, it, and it's not always easy to find uh, the right uh, group of people that that want to be El Kumbaya in the sandbox. Like there's such a competitive aspect to it, too, unfortunately, just like mm -hmm. yeah, high school. Yeah. <laughs> you can work with them once or twice and you're like, mm, I'm, I'm, I don't need this in my life. I'm too old for this. Right. But no, you do. You find people that you vibe with and you're it sounds really goofy, but you are on the same vibrational 
yeah. um, wavelength and, and my whole, I got body chills. Woo. Okay. Thank you, spirit. I'm saying the right thing. Um, and Nicole's going, here we go with the woo woo. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So we all have a towel. We all have a towel. Mine and is that a, and my daughter sees me drop my head to my shoulder and she's like, no, mom. No, no. Don't be a mom. <laughs> Let it go. But you, you have these people that you work with that you just, like Nicole said, you just click and um, you, you get really good evidence because you are, you're almost one. And, and we've been really lucky in that Nicole and I work like that well together and her husband and another guy in our group um, are like her husband, she and her husband are Aries and, and me and this other guy are Gemini's. And I think that's why we work really well. I know it sounds goofy, but I think that's why we really work well together um, is because my, my dad and my sister are Aries. So I'm used to them. So I know how to work with them. So I, I don't know. I'm just like foaming at the mouth now, but I think it's a vibe thing. And, and if you work well together, you're always going to, you're going to get good stuff. You may hit dry patches, but you're normally going to get good stuff. If you don't work well together, it's going to be a quiet night. Well, mm -hmm. so again, that leads to if you're not jiving, right? If there's tension, you tend to hold your breath. And when you're holding your breath, it's creating that stress vibe, mm -hmm. right? You're holding your breath and it, it does. It shuts things down. Um and I think it shuts down like with, with the spirits, they could sense that in a way. And, you know, we've, we really never go into locations and taunt the spirits. I mean, even if it's, you know, it's a bad place, like an old jail, we still go in with an open mind. And I think that helps. I mean, if something's trying to jump on us or attack us, you might get a little bit more aggressive and protect ourselves, but they were once a human. So I'm thinking yeah. I'm going to go in there and be polite and if you don't want to talk to me, so be it. I'll move on. Yeah. And having a healthy respect, knowing that they were a living person that had a story and you don't know their story. And that's, that's really why we're there to be nosy, right? Is <laughs> to be nosy and ask their story and, and to yeah. understand, understand yeah. who they are, why they're there, the location, the history mm -hmm. of it. There's, there's so many layers to it. Right. Yeah. And do you find is it possible? Is it possible that um, some of, of of that electronic voice phenomena is is projected thought as well too? That's like, Nicole's thing. I I don't tend to agree with that, but Nicole, I'm just posing the question. I'm not sure if I believe it either, but I mean it's 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 a question to discuss, right? Like, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I don't know. And then even just it's it's hard. I don't know. Because we go in yeah. hoping, we try yes. not to have an expectation, yeah. right? We try mm -hmm. not to have that high, high intention, low attachment sort of concept, right? We're going in just to see what's going to happen. So if if we're projecting that out, are they giving us what we want sometimes too? Not that we want to be cursed at, but, mm -hmm. but certainly. That's what's, that's what's so fun about going into a location that you really don't know anything about because you can't project that. You oh, can't yeah. project not knowing. I mean... Everybody knows Waverly Hills. Everybody knows there's a TV sanatorium and you know what you're going to get going in there. So you know kind of what to expect from it. But if you're going into a private residence where you don't know anything or um, you're going to a different part of the world where you don't know anything about this place, somebody just goes, hey, let's go check this out. I don't. How can you project that? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I, well, I, I mean, I have a different perspective, too, because 
as an as a as a medium and as a sensitive there's I tend to not get told stuff anyway, depending on where we're going, unless it's a fancy, I get kind of kept in the dark anyway. But I went to a very famous location in California where there's an expectation of what the storyline is going to be and, and what you're going to connect with. And I got something, I went a whole different direction because that's how I work. And, and because it went in a totally different direction, they, they wanted to keep it shush because it didn't keep in the storyline of, mm-hmm. of what that location is branded and known for. So it, even though it was, it was accurate and correct, and we were picking up all this information that was evidential and could be validated, it was a no-go because it uh. wasn't connected to the storyline that's branded with that location. So again, it just depends on wh- who, like the location, if they're open to exploring more and going deeper, because do they really want to know more? Right. Or do they want to stay in that line? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's sad to me. It was sad. It made me want to put my eyeballs out. <laughs> like I was not, I was, I was, I was a very frustrated puppy. Yeah, <laughs> like, very frustrated puppy. And because if you are sensitive, you're picking up on their energy as well, too. So all of those spirits that have been quieted, not having mm-hmm. the opportunity to talk, my my head felt like it was going to explode by the time I was out of that location because, hmm. you know, they were finally getting an opportunity to be heard, too. Mm. So with those EVPs, do you find that, are you hearing them real time or are you hearing them afterwards? I feel like most of the EVPs we've captured have been after the fact. I'd probably maybe say 80%, 20. So maybe like 20% of the time we hear those disembodied voices or noises. Um, And that's been a little How do you tag, like, so if there's people that are listening that haven't you know, experienced EVPs or done an investigation at all, understanding how to, how to do an EVP session properly. Mm -hmm. So we'll start off. I mean, I always say wear a watch if you can, Uh, we'll start the recorder. I'd say start it as soon as you can, like even before you sit down, maybe even in like in the location that you want to investigate, just get it started, put it on the ground or someplace secure. Uh, One of my big pet peeves is people that wave it around um, just because (laughs) a lot of the times you're going to hear scratch noises depending on where the microphone is, depending on the movement. And that could sound like a growl or something. It could sound something like weird. So I say set it down announce yourself. I always have everybody say their name out loud um, just so you can kind of know their voice. After you've been working with people for years, you'll get to kind of know their nuances and voice. But if you have anybody new, just announce your name. Um, Well, getting the name back from a spirit too is a big (laughs) woohoo. They they say their name while you're doing it. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I would say, say where you're at. So when you go to re-listen to your sessions that you'll be like, oh, okay, I was in the upstairs studio. It's 845 right. local time. Because if you have equipment going on in the room, let's say you have like an SLS camera or a video recorder, you could tr- kind of like do like the time, the duration and see like if something happened, like, okay, what time was that? And then like try to like correlate with what you got um, on your audio recorder. Right. And then never, never whisper. <laughs> me and Lisa will yell at you because whispering, it, it doesn't sound like you. And then you think it's like some malevolent spirit. And it's just you whispering. So say it, 
say it out loud and tag everything. If even if you don't think somebody can hear it, your stomach will sound like a demon grumbling when you go into it. And especially with these newer recorders, I mean, they're relatively, they're not too expensive, I feel nowadays, and they pick up everything. Yeah. I mean, um, and try to listen to your recordings as soon as possible. I feel the longer you wait, you for, you forget about the session. Right. Um, so, And you mentioned that on your website as well, too, like the person taking, the person who is doing the EVP should be the person that is reviewing it. I do recommend that if you want a second opinion about something, I mean, you could always clip it and then send it to the team. That's what we do. If, if I'm not sure what it's saying and I don't want to be biased, I'll send the clip to Lisa and the rest of our team. Like, what do you think it says? And just yeah. be mindful what you name it. Because if you name it like the help me EVP, then there are, <laughs> I mean, they open the clip. They're going to be like, oh, it says help me. So I always try to like, you know, Studio B evp and then i can see what 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 they think um because sometimes we hear completely different things and i was like i don't hear that at all but that's the beauty in it like we all sense things and hear things differently and i think i do have marion on our team i feel like other people are good at other things but i could i can hear things very well because people will be like how did you pick up on that i'm like "Ah." okay (laughs) so i mean i have i have a question (laughs) <laughs> I always have lots of questions. My question is, I, I don't know why, I don't I don't even know why I have the question that I do, but it, when you hear, so that's a class A EVP, what's not a class A EVP and do they have class names for it? So it's a class, hmm. I mean, they, they do have, have, this, they uh, do have B and C, but nobody not talks about them. Well, so nobody talks about them. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, well, I just we don't really, is... yeah, we typically don't like to be like, this is a class A. We we like to put it out there. And I don't I know why that annoys me when I hear that. I don't know why it bugs me. I just like, mm. and I was like, you know, people on TV say this is a class A EVP, and they play it, mm-hmm. and then you go, I don't have a clue what that said. That is not exactly. a class A EVP. Yeah, yeah, so we put it on our website for people to decide. I mean, we do, it is biased on our website because we put what we think it is. So, I mean, yeah. it is it is what it is, but we don't try to claim like this is an A, B, or C, or I think there's even a class R if you reverse What's things, a class R? Okay, educate me. A class R is if you <laughs> listen to your sessions in reverse, which I, I never do. I'll be honest, I, I don't. We get things in forward play that yeah. I... I don't, I don't listen to it in reverse. That's a lot of time and effort. Yeah. Some people get things and some people swear by it, but for EVP sessions, I I don't. Right. At least I don't know if you ever did. It's just, I don't think that's our flow. We get things listening to it, like in in the forward motion. I listened to one thing in reverse one time because Rosemary told me to. Um, It was when we were in the Decatur theater and we were doing the Ouija board thing and um, I got that clacking, clicking stuff that I'm not going to kid you. It sounded like aliens to me. And she said it probably possibly was aliens. And after that, I went, nah, nope, done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so that was the last time I listened to anything in reverse. Interesting. And I listened to it on my, on my, um, on my computer highest possible volume. And I use WavePad, which is helpful because it, I 
from my, I work remotely anyway. I'm a project manager, consultant, so I run three screens. Um, so I'll have my WavePad on one screen. And then it's nice because it'll show like the whole like frequency. And then you could see if there's like certain, you know, oh, increase. You could be like, yeah, oh, yeah. so if I listen in and it's pretty much silence and I see like a blip, I can always kind of be like, hmm, what's that? Um, but I you listen did. to it, the whole thing. My daughter and I did, I, I have an intuitive mentoring sort of group um, on social media and every once in a while I'll pop on and drag my daughter on and we do a live seance and I've never, I, I mean, it's live. I don't record them, but it's live. So we encourage people when they're watching to stick their headphones in because maybe the audio will sound better for them if they're listening with their headphones. And we did this and I have this clip. So, you know, the planchette is moving around and um, it starts spelling out a name, Norm. And, oh, and I'm saying it, Norm. And then I start laughing and you can hear me. I'm laughing and I, I don't laugh quiet. So I, I laugh loud and I'm laughing. Hi, Norm. And you can hear this breathy hi. But we didn't hear it during what, you know, my daughter and I didn't hear it, but somebody messaged after going, you need to go back to this because they tagged the time and said, go back to that and listen with headphones and see if you can hear it. And then you can hear it without the headphones. So nice. even though we were doing like this live thing on, on uh, Facebook with the, the sands, you can hear it after. And we heard it after. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That he, and he, he, it's over top of me laughing because you can hear at the end of me laughing this high <laughs> from Norm, which was somebody's dad from the group, which we wouldn't have known that at the time either. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a it can be a touchy subject, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Using a spirit board can be a touchy subject for, for people. <laughs> my, my thought is, it's I'm a matter pro. Of I'm pro Nicole's not so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all in. As yeah, well Lisa, too. Lisa gets really good things. Like she was saying with we one of our too. other investigators, uh, Jim Williams, and he was my husband's friend growing up. So like she clicks with him on the Ouija board where like yeah. my husband, Al will click with, with Jim when they do Estes methods, Estes method sessions. So yeah it, it kind of just depends on what you're doing, like what investigative technique during your. And I think it's the spirits too. I think they mm -hmm. pick and choose what equipment they want to play with on certain nights. And, and it really varies at location and the people. It really, mm -hmm. it really does. And I, my thought process is if we're teaching people how to use all of it properly, if you're opening and closing properly, if you are making a clear intent that we are we are open and we are done and what you will allow and not allow. And I know on my on my board, it was a homemade board. So everything about it had an intent as it was being made. So and then on the back of it, I've I've put my protective sigils or my protective symbols on the back of it as well too. But I also have it on the back of equipment. I've like taped it and put it on the back of it. Cause I think it doesn't matter what equipment you use. You're opening up a door. That's true. Mm -hmm. Very true. 
And that's what people don't understand. I'm like, a board is no more different than using your audio recorder. You're opening up a session, you're opening up a portal, you're opening up a space of communication, regardless of what medium you're using to open it up. Yeah. And I just, I'm pretty, I get pretty angsty about the uh, opening it up properly and closing it properly. Doesn't matter what equipment, if it's the recorder or not, I get pretty angsty about it. Not angsty, but rigid thinking. No, you know, <laughs> what place were many rigid thinking? If, yeah. If I feel like, was that Monroe House, Lisa, when you were on the Ouija board doing a session in, in another room and we were in the upstairs just kind of adjacent and uh, we had our SLS camera, excuse me, our full spectrum camera on the windowsill and then all of a sudden it like tipped over and of course we all scream like those people that pretend like they don't get scared come on i mean we screamed and lisa ran in the room with another investigator but they kept the board open so they were like ah but they wanted to make sure we were okay and she's like we got to go back we got to go back shut the board down because what's yeah. and that's and that's a pretty interesting location I, i'm sure we could play some evps from there later but it's a that bad is, bad that is not the place to leave the board open ever <laughs> Well, yeah. we certainly, if we're in that space now, if if we can, if you want to uh, play a couple of clips, can you tell us where the Monroe House is for those of us that don't know about it? Sure. Do you want to go, Lisa? And I'll get everything pulled up. Um, oh. uh, well, I'll try, but it sounds to me like the, the spirits are going to shut me down again. But here we go. Um, the Monroe House is in Hartford City, Indiana. And it was on, I can never remember the name of that show, but it was with Nick Groff and Katrina oh, Weidman. Yes. Um, it was a really good show. It was only on for a few seasons. They went in and saw it. And I went, oh, this looks really interesting. So I got a hold of the owners, Eddie and Pam Norris, who are fantastic people. Eddie bought the house about 20 years ago to flip. <laughs> it was the longest held flip house ever. Um, so, oh, no. There, see, it's the Monroe House. I'm, they're knocking me out. So um, anyway, uh, we uh, this place has a dark history that it would take me like 40 minutes to, to, to talk about it, but it has a dark history. And um, there is um, there's an a-hole that lives there too. And let's just say that it, it started as a single family dwelling and then it turned into a duplex and then it turned into a triplex. And um, it, it at one time was a blind tiger and at one time was a brothel. And a blind tiger just basically means that during prohibition, you can go there and you can drink and you can have women. And upstairs there was a brothel in it. And the dude that is there, I'm sorry. I've never heard that term before. The blind tiger. Oh, blind or a blind tiger? Yeah, I've yeah. never heard that yeah. before. It may be a Midwest term. I'm not sure. But yeah. <laughs> um, so, so this was, and this this guy has has messed with me for probably I don't know six or seven years now, but um, this is this was this happened when um, we were all upstairs and. One of the other investigators and I had just come out of the bathroom because girls always go to the bathroom in at least pairs. So we went in and we came out and this was the conversation that that went on. 
All right. So this is, and we have the recorder running. So you're going to hear a male voice, and I'll play it, and then we'll kind of tell you where we think it is. Sorry, that's me doing this. Oh, in the bathroom. Oh, I'm not very good. We were just in the bathroom. So after Lisa says, we were just in the bathroom, listen for like a whispery, yeah. breathly voice. Sorry, that's me. The bathroom. Oh, I'm not very good. Oh. I'm like, Sorry. we were just in the bathroom. I So we think it sounds like a, a male saying, I was in there too. Yeah, you can hear that. And it's breathy. Yes. Which is a no-no for us. We would have been mm -hmm. yelling. If someone was whispering like that. Yeah. Um, Get out of my bedroom and stop whispering. <laughs> yeah. And so just, every time I took a tour there, I would I would play that for them. Okay, listen, guys, this is what you're up against. No place in here is safe. And they'd play that and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, because it's not really clear if you're in the bathroom or not. Oh, no. And this, yeah. like Lisa said, there's no safe place in this house. People laugh because there's a room when you first walk in that a lot of people put their equipment on this one right here. Um, and they call it like this room. But um, we decided to spend the night. When was this? Back in April of 2019 because we didn't want to drive home. And there was four of us left. And I said, let me run my recorder the entire night as we sleep. And besides the snoring, I'll play this one as well. We got um, some footsteps coming in. And it opened one of the doors, which we're not sure which one, because when we woke up, they were both still closed. And there's a snoring. <laughs> so yeah, the, the groans is, is the snoring, but that was definitely so are a the floor. floors hardwood or the floors have carpet? I think they're all hardwood, right, Lisa, or uh, some sort of uh, laminate. No, is that oh yeah, some of it's laminate. Uh, some of it's uh, vinyl flooring. Upstairs yeah, are no wooden carpet. floors. Um, no, I I think they came from they came from upstairs and they came. It's hard to hear on that one, but they came downstairs, opened the door, walked in. You hear a female voice say, "It's okay now," and you hear somebody picking stuff up and putting stuff down. Right. So yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and some of our clips. I mean, I, I do say if they're easier to hear with headphones, and especially the quieter ones. I I try to put that on the website. Like you know, we recommend listening. Yeah. to these with headphones and um you know disclaimer there are some of them that have vulgar language we try to we try to put that on there but we get very excited so we tend to sometimes if things are happening in real time react to that so right <laughs> and do you find do you think that again is it the amount of if we're in a location that's that's um, investigated frequently, are we adding to that energy? Are we adding to angst? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, is it is it contributing to it uh, staying? Is it is it helpful or hurtful? I guess. 
I think we do add our own energy and I think we bring our own baggage and hitchhikers in too that, that yeah. people don't realize, you know, we all have guides. We all have ancestors who go with us wherever we go and they may be putting their two cents at worth in as well. But yeah, I, I definitely think that the type of energy you bring into a location, you're going to get back because if yeah. you go in with the attitude this is not real. There's nothing that's going to happen in the Monroe house. If you go in with that attitude, nothing is going to happen to you. But if you go into the, if you go into with any sort of attitude besides this is just bull, um, you're going to get a reaction. I have never been to the Monroe house where nothing happened ever. Mm -hmm. And I go there a lot. So, uh, you know, and I've been to other places that, that everybody else says, Ooh, this place is amazing. We get good evidence there every time. South Pittsburgh um, Hospital in, in Pitt, South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Everybody swears by that place. I got nothing. I've been there four times and I've gotten nothing four times. So it just it's it's me. It's not the location. It's just that it doesn't vibrate with me and I, I don't get anything yeah. there. And, and to go along with that, I the longer I've been doing this, like Lisa said, I feel like it is kind of the energy and like the flow that you bring to the location. Um, the more we investigate, I really don't like doing public investigations. I mean, I understand sometimes that's the only way to get into a location. And of course, it's cheaper or if you don't have enough people to book a private one. But I can't trust the energy and, and the flow that other people are bringing in. Where yeah. um, a couple of years ago, a few of us went to uh, Mansfield in Ohio, um, OSR, Ohio State Reformatory always active. I was super excited. It was a public investigation because there was only a couple of us going. My husband had never been there. His friend had never been there. Dead. And and that's like highly unusual. I was I was shocked. But again, you know, I questioned was it because of all the other energy that other people were bringing that was shutting the spirits down and saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking to anybody today." You, you you don't know. So I do like doing private as much as I can just because yeah. I can control the environment. Cause I know everybody I'm working with and I trust them. I feel like trust is a huge thing in what we do. It, it is. It's huge. And I, and I don't think if people haven't really participated with an investigation, they're, they're not aware that there are, there's gaps of time where there will be nothing happening. <laughs> Very well yeah. said. Most of our night we sit around and, and, just BS with each other. And normally that's when we get the most interaction is because it's sort of like they get the spirit gets jealous and says, Hey, aren't you here for me? Tap, tap, tap. Uh, yes. It's all about me, not you guys and what you did this week. So I'm yeah. always the snack lady. Right. <laughs> I'm going with you. <laughs> I, it's, it's like, I start with the snacks. I mean, I make sure I've got all the equipment, but I'm making sure that I've got all the snacks as well, too. Like, it's just, I'm the snack lady. So if we're going on investigations, I'll bring the snacks. I love it. Yeah, it's the tummy. It's because I know my tummy will sound like the growly thing on the yeah. on the recorder. Every time and it's I'll my time. I'll, I'll kick you out. No, I'm kidding. Lisa knows my nuances. <laughs> I'm very... If people can't be quiet during a session, I tend to be like, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we named my tummy Seymour because it's, it just wants to be fed. So I know I need like those snacks to keep me going too. Yeah. I feel you. Mine's bipolar Betty. So, you know, she's <laughs> all constantly talking during me. Whether I eat, 
or I don't eat. It doesn't matter. She's going to make noise. So, yeah. yeah. So let's, can we talk about the Estes method? You guys have done it as a double blind as well too. We've, we've done it a lot of different ways. We've done it as vanilla where there's one operator and one, um, one person asking questions. Um, you want to explain, we, you know, again, for anybody that may be listening that hasn't done the Estes method before. Um, sure. It's all about. Okay. So the Estes method um, is basically just sensory deprivation. Um, so it goes back farther than when it got the term Estes method. It goes back centuries and centuries. But for the Estes method, it was developed in Estes Park, Colorado at the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. And there were these three friends that were sitting around and I can never remember their names, but it's, it's on that. Connor. Little... Yeah. Connor yeah, is they're... one of them. I remember that. Carl, Connor and Michelle. Carl, Connor yeah. and Michelle were sitting around yeah. at the Stanley. And they're like, OK, everything's getting so boring. What are we going to do that's different? What can we do to spice things up? So they decided that they were going to put uh, one person with blindfold and headphones that uh, noise reducing headphones that covered their entire ear. And they were going to plug that into an SB7. And then somebody else was going to ask questions that they had no idea because they couldn't hear them. And then if the spirit, if spirit talked to them through the SB7, then they were going to spit out whatever they said in however manner that it was said to them, spoken to them um, and see if it worked to answer the questions. And lo and behold, it worked to answer the questions. And they're like, whoa. So they put that out to the world and the world caught on and it trickled down far enough. I did it with um, Richard Estep and his group first. And then I, I took it to Nicole and our group. And I said, listen, this looks really cool. I don't know if it's really going to work. It worked for them, but let's try it. And we tried it and we went, Whoa, that's trippy. So we we also trippy. decided that because we don't we don't like to do anything just vanilla. We always like to take it and make it our own. And that's what I tell people that who are going to use the Estes method: take it and make it your own and run with it because there is no wrong way to do this stuff. So we did the double blind, which is two people going under and then at least one person, if not two, in our case, it's usually two people asking the questions. And Nicole and I will actually have conversations um, that we're not aware that we're having and leave the guys out and they'll just be quiet on the side going, what the heck? They're having this whole conversation. And when right. I was doing it with Richard's group, we were at the Monroe house and we did it as what I call a triple double. Um, so basically three of us were under the headphones and two people were asking questions. And again, we were having whole conversations. I was threatening people because somebody jumped me that night. That was the first time somebody ever jumped me. And that was a whole different story within itself. But so we've done triple doubles, which tend to work for us. So then COVID hit and we said, well, crap. Um, and then it started, the world started opening back up again in April and I had locations that I had um, tours going to. So um, I, I said, okay, I'm going to take my sister with me because um, Nicole and her husband live in the Chicago area and Jim lives in Northern Indiana and um, the Randolph County Infirmary, which is the first place we did this at is in uh, Winchester, Indiana, which is Northern Indiana, but it's like here and 
uh, he lives here over by Chicago. So they're all over here and I'm here about 200 miles away. So I take my sister with me so she can pull me out when it's time to pull me out. And we got our group in there and we decided to remote. Um, and the way we did that was we did it over Facebook Messenger and I was at the location and I was under and we, um, as we were Facebook Messenger live, Nicole put that up on her big screen TV and recorded it so we could see what was going on in all three locations. And, um, and like Nicole would be under and I would be under, she'd be under in Chicago and I'd be under in Winchester, Indiana. And the two guys would ask questions and we would, it worked. It was so, cause we're all like, it's not going to work. We all have to oh, be together. Sure. We didn't have to So cool. And we've done that in several, we did it there in the Bel Air house and the Monroe house. And I mean, we've done it in a lot of different locations. Yeah. Um, I truly believe in the hypnosis method. I really yeah. do. I think it's a really good medium for, for people to use. And the, and it's, and it's like, I'm going to say it's like your, like a psychic gift. The more you use it, the better you get at it and the yeah. quicker it happens, and the easier but it do becomes. You, Lisa, do you find if you are already sensitive, like for, for me, when I do it, it's, it, I, I can already go from here to there in a breath without any sensory deprivation. So when I do anything sensory deprivation, it is, it's a lot. And, and I'm, it's, I am, I am zonked after as well too. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I am. Zonked. I need a baconator. I am so hungry when I am done. <laughs> Back to food, I would right? agree with that because um, my gifts are coming more to the forefront than they used to be. And um, it's funny because my mom went with me one time when we were doing a remote session and I went under so hard that it scared her. So she yeah. bought me a cross to wear. <laughs> so I wear that everywhere I go now. Cause she's like, but girl, again, white. it's, it's the intention and making sure that you are opening, closing yeah. And, yeah. and whatever your belief system is having some sort of that's a, as well. That's a good point. Like when we did this remote, um, Jim was the only one Jim's in like the top, right? You see right there. He did not go under, even though he has a spirit box, just because he didn't have anybody to pull him out. So we're very right. cautious about like safety because the rest of us, if, if something happened, we could pull him out. Cause we've had to pull right. out Lisa a few times. Um, even just in locations like crown point jail in uh, crown point, Indiana, she gets jumped there all the time. And, and it's a location we've been to many times. The spirits know us, but, um, we'll have, we'll have to pull her out cause she's getting affected and Sometimes we tell people you might not be able to pull yourself out. So make sure I'm always weary when people want to do it by themselves. I, I, no. I personally get a little nervous and I, I, you need to protect yourself. No. Do you want to play the, yeah. you have a, a clip? Yeah. So this is actually an EVP that we captured while we were doing the Estes method. So I tell people run your recorder because you might get an EVP. Um, and it was captured in my home, which is by no means haunted. Um, and this was the same the same, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the same location that we didn't capture on camera, but Jim and Lisa claimed to see a shadow behind us in my kitchen area while we were just talking. And so stuff was definitely coming through on my side and it, it's not a haunted yeah. location. So I will play it. But a door opened. No, it was just a, uh, yes. a shadow. Yeah. Walk by. Yeah. But, but what she means is it. it, 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 it oh yeah 
match. Here it comes. It's today. Huh. Okay. So that watch. Watch. Yeah, none of us. And, yeah. you know, it goes, there's a little. It said watch, and I go, here it comes. And that's huh. not, if that's creepy, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and, Lisa's, yeah, yeah. and Lisa's picture gets a little bit pixelated. Yeah, could that be technical? It could be, but it was pretty prominent at that time, whereas the rest of the night, um, she didn't have too many glitches. So that was, that was an interesting one. I'll play it again. Are you able to communicate with Al and Lisa at the same time? Brilliant. Here it comes. <laughs> it's today. Huh. I get chills, man. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find I tend to um I when it starts getting intense, I start rocking. Like I end up doing this back and forth motion. I'm not even sure why, but it seems to keep me grounded because I can feel myself, I don't know, like pulled. It's it's a pull. Um, and okay. it's very sensory where I'm seeing and hearing at the same time when I'm really in that that mm -hmm. zone. So I'm seeing them saying it at the same time, even though you've got the, the blindfold on. So it gets pretty trippy. And I find once it gets a little too intense, I start rocking and that's about when I'm needing to be pulled out. Do you find you okay. have, no, I, can you tell when you're needing or do you get too far where you're needing somebody else to pull you? Usually they'll hear me cry because I, I will start to cry when and it's and it's not me that's crying. I'm pulling from somebody else. Um, but I, recently, like I just was at a little county jail in Florida like last weekend and I've been doing a lot of psychometry. Um, so we were in this one cell and, and I was under. But I was also touching one of the one of the bed frames in the jail cell. And, and that helps me, that helps pull me down farther. And I could see the man like fill the jails. I could see, I could see it in my mind's eye while he was telling me things. And I was saying it out of my mouth through the head. I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I, I can, I'm not, I'm now like you starting to see it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. lot. Those photos just cracked me up with you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to, there was one, we have it when Lisa, we had to pull her out, which when you listen to it, we sound like we're a terrible team, but we're not like, well, should we pull her out yet? No, she's okay. That she's kind of like sobbing. Oh, you, like, yeah, keep her in. You should have heard my mom. Um, you was like, I was like, well, we'll pull out her in a minute. And then she was, I got to find that because I know we have that. You know, I feel kind of bad, but that was at Crown Point Jail. And again, like, I feel yeah. like. That place is always very active for us, but and where's Crown Point? Yeah, been there so many times. It's in Crown it's Point, just outside Indiana. Chicago. That's the place where uh, John Dillinger escaped ah, with a wooden gun. Cool. So Chicago's yeah. got mm -hmm. such history. Yeah, mm. yeah, Chicago's great. Yeah, and that's why you'll see like a lot of our locations. I mean, are from the Chicago area, the Midwest, just because that's where we live. So
So um, Lisa was down in Indianapolis for a long time and I was in Chicago and I'm still right next to Chicago. So that's why a lot of these are in Illinois, Indiana. Oh, here you go. This one, oh, that one, that's when you're touched. First floor hallway. Lisa, go outside. I think, is this one of it, Lisa? And it always seems to mock our one friend, Jim. I feel bad. Um, but yeah, let's play. I think this is the one. This is the one that's telling Lisa to go outside. Lisa's physically touched. We'll play this. Lisa. Was that somebody just moaned? I think it was Nicole. Okay. That was actually Lisa. <laughs> Where did everybody go? Is there somewhere else in the building that we should go to? Somewhere we, where we can communicate with you better? Or should we stay here? Oh, shit, somebody just touched me. You were supposed to touch me, not her. Stacy or stay? We'll stay if you'd like. That's one of our. Okay, this is the one. Here it is, Lisa. I don't think we have to play the whole clip, but this is where I think you start crying. Go. Where should we go? Outside. We're outside. Please. Who needs to go? And that's Lisa. There's another moment. I think that was Lisa again. Are you trying to tell us it's time for a cigarette break? Do you need one? It's close. It's close. I've got some if you need them. But it's going to cost you. What do you have to trade? I hear a stomach, I think. Oh, you can start to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. That sounded like Lisa's voice. That was really creepy. Now. No, God. Who needs to go? Yeah, Lisa's not doing too good, I think, down here. You want to pull him out? I don't know. I mean... Al. Lisa would pull herself out. Al has to go outside now. <laughs> All right. Are you messing with Lisa? Oh, it's run. No. You're not messing with Lisa? Because it sure sounds like you're messing with Lisa. Is Lisa okay? No, she's helping him up and making some noises down here. Hey, yeah, what are you doing to her? What? Lisa's making some weird noises. What? See, she's kind of... What is she doing? You hear her huffing? She almost sounds like she's in tears. Oh, should we take her out? I got something wants Al to run. You want me to take her out? Has she been saying anything? No, no really. she's um, been kind of huffing and puffing. And then maybe take her out. Yeah, it's been a while. Cause I'm getting some pretty intense. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're, you're doing good. You all right? Oh, yeah. I gotta, what's, what's I gotta go on? outside. I gotta, oh, go, maybe I gotta, wild. Holy go shit! Out. She was just saying. Go outside now. Oh now. my god! Please. Yes. Yeah. All right. So there. I mean, yeah. And it could be really. That's fascinating to listen to. Like when you do that, I don't think people realize either. Like it, it really does. They're using you. So your voice changes. Your face physically mm -hmm. feels like it changes. Like 
And, and you can't hear each other. I had no clue what she was feeling. I was excited because I was getting stuff, but yeah. you don't even know if what you're getting is relevant. So I love re-listening to a lot of these because I'm like, oh, that's what was happening because you only hear yeah. for a small piece. And honestly, I think, Nicole, I think you would have pulled me out much sooner than they did. I mean, <laughs> they'll do it quicker now, but you would have pulled me out much sooner than they did. Yeah. 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 yeah by that time you like literally ran out of the building um, so did you find once you were outside and and hit that air that it helped ground you quick like you could slough absolutely. off that energy that was attached i mean you're still going to feel drained for a while after but yep. and you, yeah. yep, absolutely. and you heard me you heard me say we've been doing this for a while so again there's no like say how long you should do it but the longer you do it i mean it is going to affect your energy more um, it, it truly does. Yeah. I know my daughter gets nervous where she starts texting people. Like when we were, if it's, especially if it's alive and my voice starts changing, she's texting. Oh my God, are you hearing my mom? <laughs> do, do I tap her shoulder? She's texting people that are in a different location going, do I pull my mom out? Cause we're doing this, this live. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. can, we, it's unnerving if you're not, if you've not, been exposed to that before what that process can actually do yeah in our in the triple double we did at the monroe house um, when i did it with richard's group um, i was actually taken over by a serial killer which was completely an unnerving experience yeah. and his victim at the same time and you can hear richard on the recorder say oh my god her face it doesn't even look like her and then he's like that's not her. That doesn't even sound like her. And he's one of the most rational men that I know in the field. And for him to say that, it just gives me chills because I'm telling you, I, I couldn't do anything inside myself. They just went boom and they were there and they took over. And it was, I was not ready for that experience at all. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. um, and again, if we're setting our intention at the beginning, like, do you, you know, you're allowed to, and we're, we're giving them permission when we put ourselves in that spot, we're giving them permission to use our energy and, and, you know, to expose ourselves to that. I don't, I don't think people are always, I think people need to be taught that they need to be taught that it's energetically draining. You're putting yourself in that position. And if you do not want that to happen, you don't want to be touched or, feel them stepping in it's not something you should do yeah yeah if if people yeah. are just joining us we have nicole Absolutely. tito and lisa crick of ghostly voices and you are listening to us on the united uh, the united uh public radio network and the ufo paranormal network uh 105.3 and 107.7 new orleans thanks for tuning in with us so I want it. Do you want to play another clip? Do you want Lisa the Estes where I tell you to shut up? That's a pretty funny one. Is that Mineral Springs where you were you were holding sure. on to something? I think oh, that one. Yeah, really because funny. I'm, well, you, yeah, yeah. I, I've been more and more just like grabbing a hold of stuff and holding on to it to see what kind of response I can get. And while Nicole and I were under, we were at Mineral Springs in the pool where supposedly this little girl had died. Um, and I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was getting anything come through. So I just like reached behind me back on the table. Cause I had like dirt from different 
uh, paranormal locations that I've been to. And I pulled one without knowing what it was and I held on to it. And then this happened. Yeah, so me and Lisa are under and we can't hear each other, I'll play it. Help, male voice that time. Shut up, male voice. Okay, I pull myself out because don't cry, male voice. <laughs> Different male voices. Um, I feel like <clears throat> so there you go. <laughs> and that's what happens a lot where they're talking to each other, right? We yeah. get that. We get yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, where there's a bully, crazy. like there's one that wants to be in charge of everybody else that's in the space, right? Yeah, yeah, especially yep. yeah. And the 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 dirt that I grabbed, I looked at it when I it was over, was from the Monroe House. So it's like everything oh. for me goes full circle back to the Monroe House. Yeah, but here's so the shut up, stop crying. <laughs> And again, we, yeah. I can't hear yeah. what's going on. That's why people, you know, if people who haven't done it or seen it before, like I just have my headphones on. I'm just in tune to my spirit box, just repeating what yeah. it's saying. So I, I don't know. At least it was. You and know. they're they're noise canceling <laughs> headphones. Like it's not just like regular old earbuds that you use. It's noise canceling for a reason, right? And well, we you use guys, right. We, we actually use noise reducing. I use drummer's yeah. headphones. So like you can yeah. get these at any guitar works or um, somebody that, that sells professional equipment and yeah. they're, they're noise reducing. So they don't cancel it out because if you cancel it out, you may be missing a vibration where spirit can come through. And I don't want to miss that. So I just use those. Yeah. And they run about the minor called Vic Firth headphones. Um, the last name is F-I-R-T-H and they run anywhere from 75 to $80. You can get them at Amazon online. Um, but yeah, it's, it, they're a little pricey, but I've had them for, I don't know, probably five or six years now and, and they're still working. Yeah. And I use um, same thing, the isolation um, headphones. Sometimes they're called a noise reducing, but uh, mine are Walker brand, but those are more for like outdoor. Um, if you were going to go to a shooting range or um, listen to like a sporting event, uh, like, you know, NASCAR or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so it's the same concept as Lisa's, but just make sure there is a jack to plug things in as well. Cause some of those noise reducing yeah, don't have jacks. My son, uh, well, my one son, I have four kiddos. So my, my one son went to school for audio engineering. So he got me a Sennheiser, Sennheiser, the same ones that he used for, for school anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Like you really can't hear when somebody's talking to you, even you can't hear a, a thing. So we always do. And it's always a food joke. It's me and food. It's, it's, it's a thing, but like, <laughs> you know, you're asking a silly question to make sure that they really can't hear anything that's, that's going on just to make sure that test is there too, before you get too far into it. Okay, Lisa, are you ready? That can we move on? I've been so anxious to talk to you about scrying. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. so death, tell me, because I, I really, I mean, I, I talk about it as a divination tool. I teach it to, to people, but it is, it is a lot of practice. You have to really be able to breathe and relax and go to that in-between place to get a result when you're, when you're scrying. And, um, and it's a practice. It, I, Not everybody I, can do it well. I'm going to say it probably should be a practice. I'm not done it that much to make it a practice. It, it, I think it must be one of my gifts because um, I picked up on it pretty easily. Rosemary Ellen Guiley taught me how to do it um, with, she taught me dark mirror scrying and she gave me my first, um, she gave me, sorry about that. She gave me my first um, little dark mirror and she blessed it. So that's got its like own place up on my shelf. Um, but so I, we learned with her, Nicole took that class with me. Um, and, and it was interesting, but there were like 20 people in the class. So you don't really experience much with it. And then, um, so then what I've started doing was just, I would do it with, with on my tours in my locations. Mostly I, I tend not to do it at Monroe house because it's a dark spirit there but I do it at the Randolph County infirmary. They have, they have this room down in the basement and Jim does this really well with me. And I pull him in with me and we'll sit together in the dark room and just, we just look at the mirror and unfocus our eyes and see what comes to us. And your face will change and your whole demeanor will change and you'll see stuff behind you and you'll see stuff between you and you'll see something, something take over that other pro I mean, it's just bizarre. Mostly with that, I see images. I don't hear words, but I will see images. Um, and I have at different times at Randolph County, like I had this one group with me and I didn't know anybody in the group and I took them down and I said, well, let's try this. And so we're down there. And I said, Okay, if anybody wants to come through the mirror and make contact with us, go ahead and make contact with us and let us know who you are. And I get this picture in my head. It's a black and white picture of this sort of old Italian grandma. She's about five foot tall and she's she's just like wearing this 1940s house coat and she's got her hair up in a bun and it's gray hair. And I see her and she's like she she's like she like um, gives me kisses. And I said, I don't know who this is. And I don't know who she's here for, but this is how I see her. And she's sending her love. And this girl behind me said, I think that's my Nana. And I said, okay. Um, she goes, and so we talked for a minute. And I, I said, she said, do you see my mom? And, and the grandma shakes her head. And I go, no, I don't see your mom. Your grandma says, no. I said, but that doesn't mean she's not in a good place. Just that this is not her time to talk to you. So don't get scared about her like being in hell or you know not being available to talk to you she just it's not the time uh but nana sends her love and she's like okay and then i said okay is there anybody else that wants to talk to me and then i get this picture in my head and i'm not kidding you of mary tyler moore when she was in the dick van dyke show looked just like her with the pedal pushers and the short dark hair and um looked just like mary tyler moore and, I, and so i pointed that out and this one was in color but it looked like it was from the 60s and, and this other girl goes, that's my mom. And I said, okay. And so we went through this again. 
And so then after that was, I, I, oh, and I said, okay, so is there anybody else that wants to come through? And I said, you know, it can be people, it can be animals, it can be whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm always That's trying to get my boy Well, I know, I, I I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, but yeah. that was early on. And I'm like, does, does any, do any animals want to come through? How about my boy dog? Do you want to come through? Cause I've always been trying to get him to come through and he's never come through. And um, then I, I see in my head, this black Scotty dog. And I go, seriously, black Scotty dog, who has a black Scotty dog? And somebody in the back goes, Angus. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> And we went upstairs and as we're just taking a break, talking about what had happened, these two girls walked over and showed me pictures of who I had pulled in my head. And I swear to you, it looked just like the pictures I had in my head. I was floored because that's the first time I really had had anything ever come through or done it even at all. So that was my first experience. And after that, I was like, right on. This is, this is really cool. And I'm, I'm going to do this as much as I can, but I have to have people with me. I won't do any of this stuff by myself. Cause right. Well, one I'm chicken. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I love making sure again, it's that best. intention in making sure that you're opening and closing it proper because yeah. that's, that's one in particular with a mirror where things yes. can certainly come crawling through that you don't want crawling yes. through. Absolutely. Yeah. And and since then I have sort of set my intentions before I, I go sit down and, you know, we'll say I need this to be for the higher good, you know, nothing. Yeah. I don't want any low, low vibrations. I don't want any sort of anything only for the higher good. Can you come through? And then we will close down the session when we're done. And yeah, I have, I'm like, like you said at the beginning, it's all evolution. We all learn from everything we do and hopefully we can evolve every time we do our experiment, our experiences together and we can evolve from it and grow from it and reach a higher spiritual level through it. Yeah. And I think for, for me, um, it's always having a plan A, B, C, and D. So should things go sideways, <laughs> this is, I, you know, from experience, how we're going to approach that. And, you know, just making sure that there's some sort of backup plan should something go sideways, you know how you're going to, because you don't want to go in panic mode when you're in that moment, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Especially with scrying. Yeah, but it's so cool. It's so, it's so cool. cool. I absolutely love it. I love everything. I love everything about it. I I recently did a, a big theater event. And uh, when I went to check out the theater, um, they're showing me to the back room into the green room. They called it the green room. And they opened the door and I go to stand and I went, oh, my goodness. Do you know what you guys have done? So it's, it was this, it's, it's this tiny little closet of a green room where there was mirrors facing in on every, <laughs> in every, and I'm like, oh my God, it just hummed. Like you could feel it when you went in that there was like, I couldn't even step in. I'm like, this is fun. We are going to use this as a cycle yeah. mansion. We are going to do a second. 
We are going yeah, to do yeah. a second event and we are going to project that onto the wall so everybody out in the theater seats can see what's happening. So we have oh, that. that's and nice. Yeah. Fun. Yes. And again, though, having a plan A, B, C, and D in case something goes sideways, right? And how we're going to yeah. going to approach that. But when I do scrying too, or even when I'm teaching it, again, I have the the sigils that are on the back, or you know what I would use as a protection symbol as well too. And when you know when you're blessing it or setting your intention, having those symbols on the back as well too. Just that extra layer that feels like a comfort zone for me when I'm using any of those tools. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic idea. I think I I, I need to incorporate something like that into mine. I don't, the thing is though, I don't normally use my own mirrors. I use mirrors at locations. So like the Velisca yeah. Axe murder house, I use that mirror in that bedroom where yeah. the two little neighbor girls stayed. That was interesting. I too. still would have your own mirror with you. Yeah. You know, where you yeah, can shoot you it back out, back at. Yeah. <laughs> if something's coming through, that maybe is something, something you're not wanting yeah. to deal with then you've got an extra piece that shoots it. Yes, exactly. But <laughs> you're sending it back, right? Okay. Sending it back. Okay. It to go. That's that's a great idea. I shall do that. I am learning. I And that's it. We all get yeah. to learn from each other too, right? Like, um, yeah. hopefully. Hopefully we're open to learning new things all the time. And with the EVPs, it's something... I think for me, I don't necessarily, um, the ADHD part of me <laughs> is like, oh my gosh, if we record for two hours straight, that means I got to listen to this for two hours later. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. commitment. You are yeah. committing. Yeah. yeah. And you could always break it up, but yeah, yeah. I mean, however long you record and, and however many recorders, yeah, you got to do it because you don't let her know yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a lot can we talk about the screech oh yes <laughs> oh Let's gosh talk about the screech so i feel like you know lisa and i've been talking about this for years and then we finally made a website page not too long ago maybe like a year ago um and i sat down and I tried to see if there was some sort of pattern or anything that was going on, but um, looking at it through the years, and this is the first time, and I'll, I'll play this in a minute, it was back in 2009, we've captured this kind of screech, breath-like sound, um, and it started off on various pieces of equipment. So I've got it on my recorders. I'm on video cameras. Uh, we also got it on another teammate's camera. So we're just trying to get it out there to see if other teams or other people have caught this because it's, it's too weird to just be a coincidence. You know, is it something following us? Is it our spirit guide or something trying to like interact with us? We don't know, but it's almost identical on different recorders. So I can't just chalk it up to it being mechanical. Right. Sometimes it's sometimes it's heard in real time. Sometimes are there it's not. other things happening at the same time? Like sometimes do... yes, sometimes no. So I really haven't found a distinct. The only thing I have noticed is it seems like when we capture it, we get a lot of evidence that that day at that location. But 
it, it's hard. To, I haven't found like a common, what's it, similarity right. that could I be like, okay. So I right. decided to put, yeah, mm -hmm. I decided to put them all together. We have a short and a long clip and I've captured it 29 times that I've put together since uh, wow. 2009. So if you go on this, you'll see where it started. We got into Waverly Hills in June, 2009. And the last time was just recent um, at the Lamont Historical Society um, in my town. And that was in March of 2023. So I'll play it and... Again, sometimes it sounds exactly the same. And again, it's not just on my recorders. It's on different ones. It's on cameras. It's weird. So I will play the short clip. And sometimes we do react to it. Sometimes we do hear it in real time, but that's usually not the norm. We usually don't hear it. As you could tell, like right. sometimes we're talking right over it. But go ahead. Sorry, Lisa. My official determination is that it's a pterodactyl. <laughs> that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> An alternate reality where it's slipping through in a time warp something, you know? Uh it's well, just, one of it's the first years we, yeah, one of the first places we caught it was in Alton, Illinois, and they have, uh, is it, I can never pronounce it right, is it the Paisa bird, bird or some American Paisa bird? And we're like, was that the Paisa bird we got? Because I would think it, because it's a huge so mythological it, bird, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know. And I thought so too. I'm like, okay, it came from us from Southern Illinois. But like, when I look back, we really did get it first at Waverly in June of 2009. Okay. Um, we got it the most at Mineral okay. Springs. Yeah. Because I got months, it on my camera. Three, four months before we got it at Mineral Springs. Yeah. Um, and in and, and Mineral Springs, yeah. we got it a lot, both on my recorder and Jim Gracek. So I don't, and it's not, a, I mean, I know I just made the noise that sounds like it, but I mean, if you click on these, it'll kind of give you an explanation, <laughs> but it's, it's not us. And sometimes we're not even near there and we hear it sometimes in real time. And then we got it in some random places like a private hospital, a bowling alley in Illinois. So even a private home in, in Illinois. In somebody's so, private home. Yeah. So I think it's connected to us and I don't know what it is. <laughs> And then it would yeah. be trying to figure out the who, like who it's most connected to. Yeah. And here's another private home, Monroe. And then just recently, you know, and yeah, there's a gap here. But again, this was COVID. So, you know, I tell people, you know, a lot of times when there's a gap, we weren't investigating or, you know, life happens. So I thought maybe we got rid of it. But no, back in March, we got it again. Um, and I'm not Have investigating. Have you talked to it? No. Which like ask specific questions like, hey, you know, I 
we we can tell that you're trying to reach out to us oh. and this isn't working. Can you do it in a different way? Like, I wonder if you talk to it to see. That's if a good maybe, idea. No, we haven't. If it would give it to you in a different way. Because it makes you feel like you're in an Adam Sandler movie where he's going to scream, all right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> When they get so frustrated, they're doing all these subtle ways to get your attention. Now we're okay. So I've done the subtle. Now you're not paying attention. So here's the big stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We it's should not. Yeah. That's a good point. Or even during Estes, be like, who is this screech? Can you come in and. Yeah. Because I certainly, I, I, when I was on the website, I listened to it over and over to see you know, if there was a thought that would come when I was listening to it and it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. And with my audio, I really don't do much to it. Um, so when I capture something, I'll, I'll clip it. I don't really manipulate the file. I don't really try to do anything to it. I, I just have like that raw original file every now and then I might try to amplify it, but I don't like to do a lot of tinkering. So this is all like the original footage and how it sounded. I, I don't like to play around yeah. with it and speed it up or slow it down by any means. So that's just, that's just not my thing. We have yeah. someone, we have someone commenting saying that it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sound. Right. But yeah. again, every one of us is going to perceive differently based on our own experiences. And, and, um, yeah, and it's been 29 times that I've noticed. I mean, granted I could have missed things. Um, and that's since what, 2009, um, like I said, different recorders. That's a lot. Equipment. Yeah, it is. When it I is sat down lot. and it was like, wow, that is, that's a, yeah. <laughs> you, you think if like somebody communicate, you have your own spirit mascot yeah. that comes in to announce you guys. Maybe. <laughs> I don't mind a pterodactyl spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Why right. not? Okay. Explain to me about the P-R-I-C. You know, not get us in trouble with words that we shouldn't say. It, it was, um, yeah. well, it was me by one of our other, um, one of the guys on our team who is like a yeah. tech wizard. And it's yeah. a play on my last name, which is Crick. Yes. So. I'll let, I'll let Nicole explain it a little better because I am not techno yeah, person. So yeah, so it's Craig by Craig Talisha, and he's out of, gosh, what? He's in Pennsylvania, Mechanicsburg. Yeah. yeah. So we see him, unfortunately, not as much as we'd like to. Um, and we go way back, just investigating a lot of different locations with him and his wife, who, who sadly passed away. Uh, gosh, it's been like, I think, two years uh, but he created a device, I'm not sure if you heard of um, the Frank's box that they used kind of in the past, uh, that Radio Shack hack was kind of the first one, and then the Frank's box. So we wanted to see, so when we use SS method, we use our spirit box typically, and it's digital. So it does, you know, scan through all the different frequencies. But as Craig ex right. explained it to me, he wanted to kind of go a little bit more old school, like with how Frank's box was, was done and created and try to almost use like a stereo or an analog radio that would be able to scan all the frequencies. So you wouldn't be quote unquote missing any frequencies that the digital doesn't necessarily pick up on. So I guess gotcha. there's frequencies within 
frequencies that even though the SB7 or 11, whatever you use, is scanning, it's still potentially missing some areas that the spirits may be able to communicate in. So uh, Craig decided to create this using an analog radio, and it, it scans like very similar to the SB7, sounds very similar. Uh, but the cool thing about it is he kind of, I, let me see if I have any pictures as well. Uh, the photo gallery. Here we go. So he created this. He does have a temperature gauge within it. So again, if the spirit, you know, our theory is trying to manipulate the box or maybe come in contact with this device, you might see the temperature go down. Um, right. Potentially on the other side, if there's any malfunctions and it's getting too hot, maybe something's going on, like maybe not paranormal, but hey, maybe you've used it too long, shut it down. Um, and he also allows for it to sweep forward and backwards um, randomly. He does, has a linear option, as you can see here. And he has a built-in splitter that he did where you can plug in um, an audio recorder and the audio recorder will hear like the real-time environment and what's what's scanning the same time. Right. So you it'll be easier to hear what I'm hearing if, if I was listening to this with headphones. And the cool thing about this device is it's so loud, the speaker, um, that you don't necessarily need headphones. So if you want the whole group to listen, you could kind of run it like in that way, almost like a, a ghost box. Um, and then okay. if you want to do an Estes method, you could just plug in um, and just hear it through your headphones and then, you know, use that splitter to record what you're hearing as well. So it, it's kind of a versatile. And the big difference is it, it, it's using that old school analog radio to scan Um and it's picking up on a lot of different frequencies. Uh, he was saying that he was able to pick up on um, certain like wavelengths that perhaps like cell phones may use. Again, I'm not super tech savvy with this, but right. a little bit more functionality than what the spirit boxes can can do today. Um, and have the and results been different? We or the same, just like we've different. got. <laughs> we've used it probably what three times and we've gotten a couple interesting couple interesting things um we got the latest is when we were using it this march we were all listening to it like a radio um like a spirit box and, and i'll play this clip and this location lamont historical society was used as a um civil war recruiting center so an interesting thing came over the box. So I'll, I'll play it, or the, the prick as we call it. You wanna to talk to somebody here? Okay. It's still there, but not as fun. I worked in 500 funds. So I have an idea. Tell me if you think it's okay. Everybody in the basement. All spread out. Oh, that see that wasn't the clip. Let me. It did say we captured it saying recruiting center, which was really interesting. Um, maybe here it is. Uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Sorry. Well. Oh, you found it? Yeah. Recruiting staff. <laughs> and we did use it at a private 
investigation. I, I don't have those clips up here yet. Um, I have to get the owner's permission. And we were getting a lot of responses in Spanish. And they were they were significant. Um, we were in Chicago at a, at a, a private home. Uh, and we got a couple of things. We got creepy laughter. I'm, I'm hoping to get it up on the website soon. Uh, and this is all in real time. And we could all hear because, like I said, the speaker is very loud. So you don't necessarily have to use this just doing Estes. And um, we got it saying the owner's name. And it, I think it really does have the, the, the potential. We haven't used it too much. And I'm hoping to use it more and more. So I think we've used it like two or three times. We, we literally just got it last, what, July. So it's yeah. really, really new in our arsenal. I, I think we just need to put more of our energy into it and our, in order for it to work well for us, we just have to keep, we just have to keep with it. And, and that's what I find, right? The more that you, the mm -hmm. more that you do it, it just seems to get in alignment with you or you get in alignment with each other. And, and then those results end up happening. Do you guys have, um, like a bucket list of places that you want to go to next place that you haven't been to that's kind of top on your list that you're waiting to get into that you're okay to share. Sometimes we're not, sometimes you don't want to share, right? Sometimes we need to keep things quiet, <laughs> yeah. but is, is there a place that you'd like to get to that you haven't been to yet? Gosh, there are scads yeah. of places. Yeah. Um, with the crew, we, we really want to do Mackinac Island together. Um, oh, have, have you been to Mackinac Island before? No, no. Okay. But so they we take us as girl guides from Ontario to Mackinac Island. <laughs> and um, as a kid who could see spirits, it was quite a place. <laughs> like, yeah. That would be fascinating. Mackinac Island would be great for you guys. Yeah. So we, we want to do that one together. We'd like to get to... Um, Trans-Allegheny together, because um, I don't think any of us have been there. Um, I want to go to Chernobyl, but, you know, that's just, and I want to go to Romania, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, no, Lisa, I'm with you. I am I am with you. I did an episode about Haunted Forests, and uh, Romania was on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I Chernobyl, I would do, too, for sure. Nicole, did you have places? I'd say Trans-Allegheny with the team. I'd love to go overseas. I just, I, I was thinking more of like the Scotland, Ireland, um, yeah. England, but I mean, that's like in my far, far bucket list. I have two young kids, so that's not going to work right now, but um, yeah. I and was like, oh God. No, no, no. Go ahead. But trans is Trans-Allegheny is kind of like my, my number one right now that I really want to kind of get in because i just hear such good things about it um and i feel like our energy would would be good would be good there as a um, team yeah if we all were able to connect and I, lisa unfortunately has moved further away from me um she's now in like the southern southern state she's in georgia so she's not like a two and a half hour drive to indy but i know savannah's always been on my bucket list savannah georgia and she's not too far so she's going to be scoping out places for us to go in the next couple years when i get and, down and this year researching places is always fascinating too right like researching mm -hmm. the history yeah. of places and, and finding those new places that haven't been discovered yet too and the interesting thing is like i, I was just showing pictures of the lamont historical society old history limestone church um a lot of history it's about you know 25 miles outside of, of chicago 
Um, but interesting enough, the energy that for Lisa, one of our other teammates, who's, who's a bit sensitive, uh, since it's a museum, has a lot of artifacts that bring a different energy. So our mm -hmm. Estes session was all over the place because I feel, and Lisa made a good point, like there was just so much story that was related to all the different artifacts and the historical pieces that yeah. we weren't just picking up on one particular spirit or maybe the resident spirits but those that were connected to some of those items and um, some items there was a forgotten room that we called it but they just didn't have any room to display them so they were in like boxes in the back in the basement and you know their stories not being able to be told just you know just because there's no room so we got yeah. a lot of random things through the s's but we still did get things and it was a it was a very active um, investigation overall and we got the horse <laughs> <laughs> A horse, yep. What they call him, Big John? Big John the Lisa, horse. Yeah, Lisa. You, yeah, you. Did you feel that that come through the Estes? You no, felt that, that though, right? He just came to me. He just came okay. to me. Yeah, <laughs> he was cool. Yeah, and then he came to me in a dream later. So I'm like, can you be haunted by a uh, animal that was at a location? And somebody yes. said, well, I, I think that maybe he just wants. He's just living vicariously through you. He like he wants to travel, and so he may go places with you. And I'm like, I'm all right with that because <laughs> I like. I'm not like I, I don't know because it to me when animals come in, um, it feels like when you're standing in a lake and something touches you and you don't know quite what it is because I'm not necessarily prepared for the animals to come in, so they touch me first, and it just. Mm wigs me right out I always catch my breath and go oh okay and yeah. then I have to relax and be okay and then they can then those animals will show me more but animals okay. tend to I, I mean I appreciate when animals come in because I'm an animal lover but it always right. wigs me out first yeah I I see it first so I guess I, I if it touched me first then I probably would wig out like you yeah. did but, oh yeah but no I, I saw him he was big and beautiful he was this big mm. draft horse and he's like I love my papa he feeds me apples he's the best um I he lets me run in the field and um I wanted to be a racehorse but I couldn't do that because I'm too big but my my papa lets me run he goes I love him so much but the kids no, not so much. <laughs> I was cracking up. He was so cute. I mean, he was he was adorable. And when I when I sensed him, I went, I looked at the guy, Jim, beside me, and I go, Oh God. And he goes, What? And I go, I'm afraid to say this. You're gonna laugh. And they could, I don't know if they could see me or they could hear the audio or what, but I, everybody was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, um, I'm getting a horse. And he's like, What? I go, I know it's like Mr. Red or something. <laughs> and how, I mean, you're in these locations that are haunted. You've got spirits that are coming in. And that at one point in time used to be the weird thing to talk about. And so then to feel weird about saying that you're getting an animal coming through just seems kind of, you know, it seems silly at the same time. It, it, it did. But I just, I loved him. He was so pure. His spirit was so pure. You know, right? some of the, like you said, some of these. But he was just—he was amazing. I'd love to make more contacts with animals. I really would. I was trying to see if we have a picture of the horse. Oh, I don't know if we do. I don't know. But he was so fun. I feel like we've gotten things. Um, we've gotten like what dogs. We had. We did at the Monroe the House. There's, a, there's dog. Yeah. There's dirt dogs like there that a I. Dogs through the EVP. Yeah. 
um, yeah. and not very really good ones. And I actually, and I hear him real time too. It sounds like this puppy like whining a little bit. And then you hear him like he's like squeaking a squeak toy. And I'm like, do you guys hear? I'm, I'm constantly asking them, do you guys hear this? How can you not hear this? It's so loud, but yeah. So why do you think that happens where one person in a group is going to audibly hear this, like hear it with their outside ear, not an inside ear? Like one person may hear it, but not everybody else. Is that spirit choosing that particular person to come through? I would say at the Monroe house, it's because I'd been there more often and I'm the biggest dog lover in the group, I would think. But I, other than that, I have no idea why they pick and choose who hears what or who sees what or it, I, I have no idea. Yeah. When I drag my sister out, she's always the one that's the most scared. And I keep telling her she needs to stop that because she's the one that will get picked on. <laughs> that's true. Don't come in super scared, but she she's always the one that tends to be a little more scared. <laughs> she reminds me, mom <laughs> says you have to protect me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, then you shouldn't come. <laughs> come. But it's fun, right? And we drag my mom. My mom lives eight hours, eight hours-ish away from me. And she came down recently and we brought, my sister and I brought my mom out on an investigation. She's like 70. <laughs> 70 <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was great. It was, it was a great experience to have her participate. Right. Oh yeah. I see Alicia yeah, better that's... still be doing this at 70. I'm going to pull her out and make well, sure you she know what? is. <laughs> My mom she did this. Have she was pretty brave. Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty brave. I think we got a couple pictures. We didn't pick anything up though. Hmm. Yeah, she time. has time. She has time because my mom is like 74, I think. And, and she just started experiencing stuff. She's seeing people in the house we live in now. She's walking back and forth. She's smelling clothes. Hmm. Uh, a couple of nights ago, she heard my dad coughing. My sister heard him saying, hey, I'm like, Okay. My dad just passed at the end of April. So I'm like, wow, he transitioned quick. Yeah. I find they do. I find yeah. they want to reassure you that, yeah. that they're okay. Right. And yeah, they tend it, to make their presence known quite a lot at the beginning. Hmm. Yeah. So. Do you find um, that that muscle or that sensitivity heightens the longer that you're with people, the more that you're doing this? Like, do you find, you know, you may not have been as sensitive at the beginning and relying on the tools. And now the tools are kind of supporting what you may be picking up on with sensory wise, hear, see, feel, smell. Do you guys get smells ever when you are also on locations? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that. Uh, I think the more you do it, it is a muscle. You do get better at it. And it's, it's funny because like the last, the last place that we went, um, that was the private investigation, the private residence, we all walked around and I said, now I know all of you are all technical and, and you, you're logical thinking people. Um, but I want you to walk around with me and, all I want you to do is sense and it tell me the first thing that comes into your head. Tell me your, tell me what you're feeling. Tell me that don't, I don't care if it makes sense to you or not. 
let's let's see what you get. And Nicole's like, I can't do this. I'm not sensitive. Yes, she is. And she's more sensitive the farther we we move along, um, which is is so much fun to watch the growth right. with everybody in that group. Um, so yeah, and we all hit on separately. We all hit on the same things, which to me is evidence in and of itself. I know it doesn't count for anything for anybody that's trying to prove things scientifically. But to me, that proves that we're on the right track. But I think that we need to give more credit to those personal experiences because that's what we're seeking out. We're seeking out a, a connection. We're, yeah. we're seeking out a personal connection. We're having, and it's still personal, even if you're using the equipment, it's, it's, it's you that's interacting with that with that spirit. So, I mean, it's nice when it's recorded, when it's not recorded or we can't, but I mean, usually there's some kind of other equipment that's happening at the same time, camera yeah, or and, something. Yeah, and I like to have equipment. I just warn people just don't get overwhelmed by it. Um, I feel like sometimes you might miss something if you're trying to, you know, plug in your recorder, plug in this, look at your tri-field. Um, sometimes, you know, that's why I always say try to hit record if you're going to do a session and then, you know, pick out the equipment you want, sit there and, and get to it. I feel sometimes like setting up for us, like when we used to set up an extensive like equipment in the past, like we, we missed things while we were setting up or sometimes, you yeah. know, go in with just a couple pieces and start doing your thing and see what, what you like. And you don't have to have the latest no. gadget and things like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, for me, like the, the skeptical and I shouldn't even say skeptical, the, the scientific part of me, I like to try to record as, as much as I can my personal experiences too, just to get it out there. Um, Cause I want to yeah. share what I'm getting and see what other people get, but yeah, nothing, you know, personal experiences. And that's what I warn people too, you know, like, as we said, you may go to a location and get nothing and that's okay. Or you might use a piece of equipment and get nothing. You might hate Estes. That's okay. Try something else or try it a couple more times and see what you like. Um, and and that, that's, that's, what's great. There's so many different areas to get into um, with paranormal and trying different new things. And you don't have to have mm -hmm. the greatest super expensive equipment no you could have coat hangers cut uh, into dowsing rods yeah a pendulum yeah. you know yeah you you yeah. don't um and everybody's got different strengths everybody has mm -hmm. different strengths so you know what works for one person is not going to work for another person or maybe it'll work the next time when you're around different people it's just it's there's so many variables and when we first started doing this six months ago. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. 20 plus years ago. Um, <laughs> I had all the bells and whistles and I had all the gadgets and all the equipment and, you know, you lug it around, you set it up. And, and I was out to prove to the world that this stuff exists. I was, I was out to prove it to, I'm going to capture it and I'm going to prove to you. And the older I get, the more I don't care whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Um, the more it becomes personal and it's about me and it's for me and it's what I want to learn. And it's not, and it's not even, I, I say it's about me, but it's really not about me. It's about, I want to learn your stories. I'm here yeah. to sit with you and learn your story because it's about the history and your story may have been told wrong. So now it's time to get it out there the right way. I, I've had yeah. a person at a location um, tell me that I've been telling the story wrong. So I was yeah. able to change it 
and and tell it the correct way. It's it's about the history and the history are about the people and we need to open ourselves up and let my body is my tool now. Basically. Yeah. That's that I take that an audio recorder and a flashlight and I'm good to go. Yeah. And I, I find um, like when I'm doing sessions for people, I, my intention, I set it out and, and I'll say it to the client as well too, that my intention when I'm working, it's in the highest good, greatest interest and the most amount of healing for everyone, including those people in spirit. So if it's an investigation, I still have that same intention that I'm being of service for something bigger than me and making sure that it's not about me when I'm on those investigations, right? So yeah. I think those sorts of intentions do matter. Like it keeps sort of, it it tries to keep your ego in, it keeps your ego in check, hopefully, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's a very good way to put it. That That's a very good way to put it. I like that. I'm stealing it. It's okay. You can steal it. It's a, it's a sharing moment. <laughs> it's because I'm learning from you guys today too, right? Like I'm learning from you guys too. And I, and I appreciate that. And, and when you're putting it out, I, I'm telling you when I went to the site and I saw you guys la like laughing and that you were so transparent, like it doesn't always work. Here's our bloopers. I'm like, these are the people for me. I, yeah. no I feel like we have a lot of bloopers. So if anyone needs a good laugh, oh my gosh, you know, the raccoon one cracks me up. Oh yeah, that's Lisa's. Yeah, Lisa's sister. Oh no, we were screaming. There was a raccoon in the wall. A real train. We have a lot. We have a lot of good ones. And again, yeah. that's real life. Like that's a real. Yeah. That's that. Those sorts of things really do happen on an investigation, and and not everyone, um, you know, what you see yeah. on on media is is curated and edited, and uh, doesn't always look like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the porta potty. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm trying to see if we have any. Yeah. We have a lot of good ones. I mean, we have a good time, which I think helps too. Is it's that energy? Here's a good one of Lisa and I. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so much fun. This has been great. Thank you guys for agreeing. I'd love to have you back on again at another point in time and just continue that that conversation, the more experiences that we have. So um, next week, I have uh, Nicholas Pearson coming on talking about uh, crystals, uh, crystal basics, and uh, talking about uh, crystals next week, which is exciting. So thank you for tuning into the show. Thank you for all the comments. Uh, thank you to uh, you guys. I appreciate it so very much that you were on the show. And a big shout out to United uh, Radio, the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Network on 105.3 and 107.7 in New Orleans. Uh -uh. Thank you.